0: Hello, and welcome to Because Nature Tells Me So. I'm Susan Charks. This podcast, which originates from scenic, historic, and still beautiful Bucks County, Pennsylvania, features my writings about nature. This week I'll be reading my latest The Nature of Bucks column, Meadow and Woods at Bowman's Hill Wildflower Preserve. The printed version appeared in the August seventeenth, two 2006 issue of the Bucks County Herald. On what's billed as the hottest day of the year, there's no better place to be than a shade-drenched grove of trees. No, there's no better place to be than a sun-saturated meadow. How about both? In Bowman's Hill Wildflower Preserve, in Solbury and Upper Makefield Townships, the black metal deer-exclusion fence at the entrance divides the yin and yang of summer, shade and sun. On one side is Penn's Woods, a fifteen-acre, sixty-year-old arboretum with a thousand trees, each planted in someone's memory. On the other side is the meadow, Four hillside acres reclaimed from lawn, planted with native grasses and flowers. Gates in the fence allow people, but not deer, to pass back and forth. From the visitor-center parking lot, amble languorously, it's hot, remember, up the drive to a sign marking the path into Penn's woods. We find not the deep shade of venerable forests, but the dappled shade of middle-aged woods. Shards of sun drop through holes in the canopy, pieces of the vast layer of heat above. Signs along the level graveled paths lead us to a gazebo. Seated here, look up to see mud dauber wasps decorating the ceiling with their organ pipe nests. Don't worry, they won't sting, unless you're a spider. A moment's rest demonstrates the superiority of leafy shade over roofed shade. The gazebo traps hot air. Trees cool it, using heat to evaporate water from leaf surfaces. Beyond the gazebo, the path leads to the outbound driveway the push-button-operated gate opens even more slowly than we can walk. Step into the meadow. Here's a space sacred to sun-worshippers. Grasses and flowers climb higher, 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 as if trying to get as close to their idol as possible. And midsummer is festival time for the sun's pollinating acolytes. At eye-level are the butterfly weed, a bright orange native milkweed, the regally purple New York ironweed, swamp rose mallow with dish-sized white blossoms, and crown-shaped monarda, bee balm and crimson, and bergamot in lavender. Blackberries on thorny canes ripen from green to red to ready-to-eat black. Lower down, like sea foaming at your knees, are swaths of tiny white flowers atop the mountain mints. In this riot of color, butterflies, patterned in yellow, orange, white, and black, flit from flower to flower, each unfurling a proboscis deep into the blossom to draw out nectar. A ruby-throated hummingbird zips by, stops, inserts bill into flower, drinks zips away. Clear-winged sphinx-moths hover like hummingbirds but drink like butterflies. Bumblebee fuzzy and bumblebee slow, they're banded in green and red, with two-inch-wide wings. All manner of bees are buzzing around the flowers, too, along with their wasp cousins and flies ranging from large bee-flies to tiny jewel-like surfids and almost invisible midges. Well-fed, many of these nectar-lovers are fattening themselves for someone else's benefit. The trees around the edge of the meadow are laced with insect-hunting birds. Even being a spectator at this pageant is exhausting after a while. Pollinators and meadow flowers revel in the sun. People wilt. So go back through the gate, across the fence line. After the heat and light and color and frenetic activity of the meadow, the cool, quiet, monochromatic woods with its solid, reliable trees is suddenly soothing. But don't leave without looking back. And that's this week's edition of Because Nature Tells Me So. Please visit my website, www.susancharks.com, for more information about me and my writings. Your comments are always welcome. Email susan at susancharks.com. Thanks for listening.